Welcome to the First Lutheran Church podcast, produced by First Lutheran Church in Janesville, Wisconsin. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America who are seeking to embrace love's adventure together. In this podcast series, we explore some of the contours of that adventure through conversations with friends and members of the community who are on the journey with us. We're glad you joined us. Well, hello, friends. I want to welcome you to First Lutheran Church Podcast. And today we've got the Michael Palmer. Say hello to hello, people. Hello, hello, everybody. So where are you coming from today, Michael? Well, I uh, I just got off work. I um, just just got here and filled up my water bottle, and I came up to see you, Renee. The water bottle, I'll tell you. I have seen that water bottle every place. And if this water bottle got uh, lost and I found it around town, I would know it's from you. You would. I would. I would. Where is the craziest place you've left your water bottle? Ooh, I uh, one one time I was in the river. I, I look for old bottles and stuff in the river, and I clean it up. And it was in my bag that I had for my finds and it floated out and it's probably in Beloit now or somewhere so probably in the river and then someone ran it over during the fair uh, another one so I'm on my third one now you're on your third well I heard third time's a charm <laughs> that's Michael. right so hey I gotta tell you um I've been I've known you for a while right you have yeah and I I'll tell our friends the f- how I remember Michael, he was in the fifth grade and I had a Sunday school class with like 20 boys in the fifth and sixth grade. And uh, you would just disappear. I, I, I've, um, Renee's told me that and I don't totally remember it, but I, I do believe her. My mom would bring me to church and I'd be there all morning. And so I, I do believe I probably may have wandered a little bit around the church. Michael, you <laughs> left the Sunday school classroom regularly. Oh. So what I did is I talked to your mom and I was like, hey, I can't keep Michael in class, right? So um, she said, oh, don't worry about him. He knows where he's at. <laughs> oh. uh, all right, let's start out with some um, <clears throat> some questions here. Ooh. So if if would you rather know the history of every object... Or be able to talk to animals. Ooh, that's a difficult one. I, I like. Uh, I think I'll go with the history of everything. I really like learning the history of stuff, but it would also be neat to talk to animals and see what they might be thinking about us. So you're gonna go with the history. I think so. Yeah. All right. Why is that appealing to you? Well, I I've always liked history, and for me, learning the history of things, um, in, it's enjoyable for me, and I like to learn how things were made so and you do some special stuff in your spare time you want to tell our friends about that i do yeah so the the main thing i do other than i have a job now um i've the last couple of years i think since uh 2019 i've been working down behind mercy hospital and there's an old um, brewery foundation down there and it got torn down back in the early 1940s and just basically got completely overgrown with vegetation and uh, debris and stuff so the last couple of years, a group of us have been working to clear over, clear out the foundations and make it into kind of a historical park area where people can learn about the history of the brewery and enjoy a nice scenic view of the river and the aqua jays perform down there. It's right across Traxler Park. So It's amazing the work you've done. Can you estimate how many hours you've put in? I want to say I there was a couple of years that I actually did calculate or I tried to and I I think it was like 
two, three thousand hours one summer I would I put in down there. So, or one year. I, it's a crazy amount. I know I've seen yeah. and I've seen your work because I used to, well, I like to bike and go past that area. And oh my gosh, it's changed so much. I remember you said you used to call it the kill zone. Yeah, it was a little bit overgrown. And <laughs> well, I don't really want to talk about that today. Yes. <laughs> I'm interviewing you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So the history of objects. I, and um, I've been at your house for like graduation parties and some events like that. And you practically have a curated museum in your basement. Pretty much, yeah. All of the, a lot of of the stuff that I've found down at the brewery while uncovering, and then I've also have been into cleaning out the river in the last uh, couple of years as well. Um, not so much lately. It's kind of we've gotten a lot of stuff out, but um, right after they took out the dam. Um, a lot of stuff started appearing um, down from Centerway Dam. And so I've really, a group of us have been able to clear out the river and take just truckloads of trash out. And then we also find some neat things once in a while. So a lot of stuff displayed in the in the basement. In the basement, yeah. Yep. Pretty cool stuff. And then um, what is, oh, I had a question. Let me see here. Don't smile at me like that. <laughs> so... Why are you cleaning out the river? What's going on? It's um it it's fun for me and it's it's cool to be able to find these items and learn the history. But it's also I feel it's it's a good thing to it's a good deed to do while cleaning out the river because you're helping out the environment. And we've already noticed um, a lot more wildlife has been down there since cleaning this area up and. Just seeing that is is it's cool to see how much more um, wildlife and animals have, are using the river now that there's not so much trash in there. If you if somebody wanted to get involved with river cleanout, how do how do you do that? Is there an organization or? <clears throat> it's kind of uh, just it's just me and a, a couple other uh, husband and wife that um, have been doing it. I know there's a lot of other people who go down there, but yeah, you can contact me and and we can. Go down get, there sometime, maybe. Get us connected or mm-hmm. ta- or take us to tour. Yeah. Um, how, okay, there's something I think that, there's a number of things that I think change your life, but you got a cease and diso- desist order once? Yeah. Can you tell us how <laughs> cease and desist kind of changed your life? Yeah, so um, you're talking about when I was illegally digging? Uh, you're telling us you were illegally digging? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, at, down at the brewery site, I was digging these, um, deep holes and I had a YouTube channel at the time and I was posting on there and I was digging for old bottles and I mean the the whole upper part portion of the brewery was a dump and there's about 15 feet of solid glass bottles down to where the original ground level was back in the 1800s and so I was digging and posting on my YouTube channel and I get a email from a guy it was about eight paragraphs and he says, this is illegal to do. You can't be doing this, yada, yada, yada. And said, if you keep doing this, you're um, not going to, we're going to, um, what's the word? Like Get in trouble. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so I, I called him up and now we're good friends. And him and I um, do a lot of stuff down at the brewery site. And But yeah, that, that kind of changed my life. And really that whole brewery project has led me to meet so many different people around the the city and um, get to know a lot of more people. And it's really helped me to um, be more comfortable in talking with people. And 
because I I see so many people down there and they're like, hey, what's going on? And so I've I've been able to um, come to a sense of being able to talk in front of people more and and help people out. All right, I love it. I love it. We should get to um, a couple more topics here. We should. Uh, but I love the work. Check out the brewery with Michael sometime. Give him a call. You guys can hang out. Um, <laughs> word association. Ready? You say. You know what that is? Association. I say a word and you say the first thing that comes to mind. Ready? Tree. Leaves. I thought you were going to say climb. Oh, well, that I do like climbing trees. I, I remember one time we were, we maybe were or maybe weren't at a youth group event and we couldn't find you. You were in a tree. I was. Yeah, you were in a yes. tree. Stay out of trees at youth group events, people. Just a heads up. <laughs> um, bottle. Uh, digging. Digging. River. Uh, falling in and looking like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really the first thing that came to mind? Um, How does a person look like a turtle? Can you do that right now? <laughs> One of the, the guys I was in with, he, he fell in once, and I, I say he looked like a spinning turtle in the water as he was trying to catch himself and not lose all of the, the stuff on his in his bag and stuff. Yeah, and to be clear to our listeners, the river is no joke. No, it's not. It's it's very it can be very dangerous and and very currenty and so you gotta really know know what you're going into. Yeah, if you're inspired to go clean it up, you definitely should find the right help. Mm-hmm. You don't just hop in. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um let me see we did river. Uh Pastor Michael. A great guy. Ah! <laughs> he, he, he might like that one. Does he sign your paycheck? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Pastor Michael, you hear that? You are a great guy. Uh, church. Loving family and being connected to people. Okay. I, I love loving family and being connected to people. And uh, I, I just, loving family. How important has it and for say more about uh, church being a family. Yeah, so I I think that church is I've I've kind of been here um, pretty much all my life. My mom, like I said, brought me when I was younger. She had choir practice, so I would go wander off. And I used to talk to Lori Sheldon, and she kind of took me in uh, in her office, and we would hang out once in a while. And, Wait a second, is that where you went when you weren't in my Sunday you know, school class? I, I don't know. I, probably <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> Shout out to Lori Sheldon. Yes. So I've, uh, I've I've met a lot of people and I, I really enjoy talking with people on Sunday mornings. I, I have my rounds that I make um, around the, the gathering space and talking to people of how this week was and, and stuff. So it's it's brought me closer to God um, in the way that I've been able to meet a lot of really awesome people through the church. Meeting awesome people brings you closer to God? It does, yeah, I, I've, I, I think so. How? Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell a story about the, the last mission trip. I, saw, I said this story after we uh, got back from the trip, but I saw God through a guy named Danny, and he was quite the character. He's... Pretty much broken all bones in his body. He had stitches in his eyeball. And what? Yeah. And he uh, grabs the blowtorch and roasts Wait. peanuts. <laughs> on the mission trip? Not on the mission oh, trip. Oh, good. Okay. Nope. <laughs> he, he was just telling me this story. But I saw, I, I see God through people and how they interact with other others and helping people. I think that's 
a big big part in faith is to help others who are in need so you know michael that's a special gift you have is to be able to look at a person and see oh there's somebody God's created and God loves. You know, that's really a, a good gift mm-hmm. that um, you have. And I'm glad you're part of our church family here well, to share you. that gift. Um, can you think of a time that uh, was pivotal in your faith experience? Hmm. I, I think probably being um, in, in like confirmation and um, after that going to youth group and stuff. I think that was, it's helped me to, try to draw closer to God and and um, try to come closer in my faith. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Um, anything specific about <clears throat> youth group or confirmation experience that was like a moment you were like, oh, this is new or I'm learning here? Not really off the top of my head, but I... It's just all kind of been, it's all been um, fun and um, enjoyable, and I've been able to meet a lot of people who have been in with God, and especially at um, at work too. There's a lot of people who don't believe, but there's also some that do, and talking in with them has kind of made me want to draw closer to God because I'm, I'm like you know. The people who don't believe, it's I'm going to prove them wrong and, you know, something. So talking with them, one of the guys is very big into his faith. So it's it's cool talking. You said very big into his faith, he right? Yeah, he's a, he's a very... Um, He's very he's a very faithful man, yeah. Yeah, that was my next question for you was how, is, how do you live out your faith in this? I mean, you're coming from high school last... Wait a second, when did you graduate? 23, I think. Yeah. 23. Is that last year? That was last year. Yeah. So you've been in the work world for almost a year now. Mm -hmm. And um, how are, how are you expressing your faith at work or how are you experiencing your faith at work? Well, I often get questioned like, um, now I'm, I'm working and they're like, well, you know, what do you think of this or this? And ask me different questions and it's hard to answer sometimes, but I like to I like to answer them, and I think I express my faith through just helping helping other people. I, I enjoy, like I said, helping people and um, helping my neighbors out. Um, I used to mow the neighbor's yard when I was younger, and I think that helps that helps me to draw closer to God and es- express my faith into the uh, community and stuff. All right. Well, you know. We were just doing a learning about this at um, youth group a few months ago, and really the the point of the lesson was something so simple, and I want to know if you your thoughts on this. And the idea was loving God well is loving people well, or loving people well is loving God well. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I like that. I think that's very true um, because if you love people, you're um, – basically showing God's love for these people and trying to uh, treat everybody equally and as one and treat them how Jesus would do. Dan mentioned uh, WWJD on, on uh, Sunday for his sermon, What Would Jesus Do? Shout out to Dan Talbot. That's right. Yep. So I, I think that's that's good to try to be kind to everybody and, and treat everybody as your neighbor. 
oh, that's like a Jesus goal. That is a Jesus goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do sometimes, but I think we can work towards it. I I agree that you. I think you're inspiring. I, even people we don't like. Yeah. Oh. I I uh, I tried to do that in. Um, what don't was use it? any Fresh- names of no, people I you don't like. Okay. Just <laughs> um, checking. I think I was a freshman, and there was this this dude. I think he was a senior, and he was he was not a very nice guy. So every every time I went past him, instead of you know saying, "Oh, I I hate you. I I don't want you to you know be mean." Which obviously I don't want him to be mean, but I would then pray for him and and say, God, help him to become, I don't know what's going on in his life, but help him to become closer to you and realize that he doesn't have to take his feelings out on other people. So This is uh, like uh, pray for your enemies type thing? I guess thing? so, yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh, another Jesus value. It is. <laughs> Amy Palmer, you did a really good job raising your son. She did. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, we have been so privileged to be part of your faith journey. I mean, it's been fun to watch you mature and watch you dance and um, all these, uh, watch you um, create relationships amongst people at the church and relate to people of all different ages. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you've nailed it. If um, If loving others well is loving God well, or loving God well is loving others well, I think you're, I think you're there. I mean, you haven't arrived. There's work to do. There is. But, uh, but I, I love the way that you are living your faith, Michael. Well, thank you. So thank you for being inspiring. Now, um, we're going to wrap up here because it's already been 17 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Time flies you're, when you're having fun. Time flies <laughs> when Michael's so interesting. <laughs> I love it. And um, what if you had to share one thing with our uh First Lutheran friends and family. So that's people who are maybe just listeners or some people who are members here. What would you share? Let's see. I, I think I would share to try to stay positive and keep a good outlook on life, um, even through the, the harder times. I've always tried to do that, uh, keep a positive outlook on life and uh, treat everybody how I would want to be treated, even though it's hard to do a lot of times, but... You can do your best and and ask God to help you through it. Loving even the people you don't like. Loving loving everybody. <laughs> oh, loving everybody. We'll just put it. I like how you put that. Love everybody. Well, speaking of loving everybody, I love you, and um, I'm going to leave you with one last question that I need answered, and the question is this: Who do you like better, Eric or Renee? Ooh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't know if I can answer that one. Thank you. I think it's equal. Oh, oh equal. Equal. Like a politician. <laughs> thank you, friends, for coming out to listen to our podcast today. And thank you to Michael Palmer. Thank you. For your work at First Lutheran and your work in the community. And uh, thank you for inspiring us to love others well. Thank you, Renee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. First Lutheran Church is learning to become genuinely inclusive, thoroughly engaged, externally focused, and relationally centered as we seek to live intentionally like Christ in the world. Embrace the adventure with us. You can find out more about us on our website at flcj.org. We welcome your questions and comments, which can be shared through our contact page. We're also active on Facebook and Instagram.